And welcome to another edition of No Cap. This is Soul Abbas. What's going on, bro? What's happening, my left hand man? My right. I don't know. Um, Man, what's up with the Panthers? Why can't they just lose and just give some charity to the Brisbane, bro? What's going on, man? I actually wanted I thought that. that were gonna, I thought it was going to happen. I wanted that last week. I was like, yeah, let's just get the loss out of the way so we reverse power this week. We can destroy them. But, <laughs> um, yeah, look, they're, they're, they're clinical. Too good. They're too good. And even Brisbane, they put them under a bit of pressure and it was, Tony they went Staggs, through it. Man, he's got he's to change teams right now. <laughs> man, too and good to be playing at. The Penrith Panthers, you said it, big game this week against Parramatta. Um, I can't wait. I mean, this is this is it. This is a crossroads for Parramatta, man. If, if we'll they get don't, to that later. If they don't put in a performance. Ah, stuff them. They don't put in a performance. Honestly, count them out. Um, big news this week again from the world of rugby league. Anthony Griffin got hired as an ex St George Laura Dragons coach. A weird hire, or is it a positive step for them? Yeah, look, it's obviously. I mean, what would you have rather, Dean Young, there for next year? He's a pretty old school coach, Griffin. You know, he likes to do everything by like by himself. Yeah, like, you know what I mean, like like a like a feel good, like a like a Jack Gibson, like those kinds of coaches. He wants to take all the responsibility on. He he doesn't really use his assistant coaches. He coaches a very old school mentality, defense oriented. Like he wants the defense set before he changes everything. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what Dragons need to a certain extent. Maybe they need that old school mentality, but you know. Somebody, yeah, I guess that's where Griffin comes into play, where he's got to acknowledge that maybe his style isn't for the time in attack-wise, um, and that's where he's got to, um, you know, seek help from his, you know, get a good assistant coach that kind of like what Cleary has done with Barrett, you know. I guess how long hasn't he been coaching for now? What four years? No, no, it's only been two years since what, he got sacked sack from Parham. Two years, yeah. Seems like a long time. Yeah, he, he's funny because he talked about what they need, and he said the four pack. He goes, "Is." There's some good young kids coming through, but their forward pack needs a bit of needs a bit of a change there. Obviously, Frizzell's going. Um, Where's Frizzell going? He's going to Newcastle. Oh wow! So he's gonna they're gonna get even better over there. Um, <clears throat> but he talked they talked about the spine and talked about Dufty, Corey Norman, Ben Hunt, and McInnes, and he said he's happy with that. He goes, "That's that's better than a lot of spines." And on paper, he's probably right. Yeah. But they haven't been performing at all. The only good thing for him, but is he worked with Ben Hunt. He. he he coached the first Broncos um, Toyota Cup team, mm. where they I think they won against Canberra. Uh, ben Hunt was his halfback. He debuted Ben Hunt. He he developed Ben Hunt developed under him. So there's a working relationship. Previous one there. You never know. It could uh, he's got a point. That could be a curse for the uh, Dragons um, team too. You reckon? Well, there's no know, one out there, but no, I know that. But what if Ben Hunt's not performing and he just keeps giving him the role just because he's got a soft spot for him? You know what I mean? Like we've seen coaches do that in the past. Yeah, but no. I, th- he's, I think he's acknowledged that he's not at his best right now, mm. and maybe he can get the best out of him. That's the thing. But yeah, look, are his are his best days over? Ben Hunt. I mean, this is this is it. Next year is going to tell a lot because I think this is last year at the Dragons. Look, um, I think yeah, next year he's got to start at least playing better footy. It doesn't have to be his best season, but he's got to start playing better footy to at least attract some sort of a good contract. Because playing the way he is, I would have spent more than what four or five hundred k for him now. No, of course not. But again, there's a lack of playmakers out there. A lot and of playmakers are taken and off. And uh, another thing that's hurt him is that he's been playing hooker for a lot of this year, or for a, a certain amount of games this year. So, if he, what do we think Griffin's going to put him back into half? Well, the thing is, that that's where he's played. That's where he's played under him before, and that's where he got the best out of him at halfback. 
And he did, like, technically, if you're going back, he <clears> did take the... He was Brisbane's halfback going to that JF, the, you know. Yeah, he was. I think so, halfback is probably his best position. But, but I don't know why. I, I guess the uh, phantom that hasn't returned, Tony, has said it that... The phantom. Uh, <laughs> that he, um, he doesn't have a bad game at hooker, but... He's not as uh, influential in the game as as a hooker. He needs to be for him to be to, yeah. for him to be back to where he was during that grand final time. He has to be a halfback. He has can't to be. be. Yeah, he, he can't to be, be a hooker. Back. He's such a confidence player. You know what I mean? Is he? I think he's a confidence player because when he loses confidence, he starts maybe doing too much. He starts trying to take mm. over the game too much. Whereas when he goes to hooker, he like you said, never has a bad game there. But it's there to build his confidence. Not really mm. there because he's a better nine. He just yeah. gets better confidence there. And then eventually they bring him back. He's got to get out of that slump somehow. But do you see, do you see Griffin taking him anywhere near a premiership in the next two years? Because I don't. I don't think two years is enough for the Dragons. No, not two years. Um, might get him into the top eight, but not, uh, not top four. I don't think in two years. Do you think Dufty is the is the answer? Do you, or do you think they need to get a better? Because really, if you take if you look at Dufty's game, he's just pace. Mm. Not much ball. He's only good in attack. Yeah, his defense yeah. is hor- horrendous. He's a bad defensive fullback. Do you reckon Griffin is? He said that he's happy with him. Is that right? I mean, he's or did got, he just he, labeled the spine and he didn't want to single him out? No, no. He talked about the spine and he's just said, yeah, like Dufty is, is a really good attacking fullback. Like, there you go, attacking fullback. He didn't mm. really mention his defense. We know defensively he's got to get better. But even then, like, he's not even. I wouldn't even consider him a ball playing fullback. Like, no. I'm sure he's got assists under his name, but. I know it's going to sound weird, but Boyd, back in his prime at fullback, you know, he could throw that cutout ball. Inglis could do it. He had it Pongo in him, can do it. You know, even Slater started, uh, adopted that towards the end of his career. That's the modern fullback uh, that's now. The, yeah, Hayne, you know. I, I don't see Dufty as that kind of player. I just see him using his speed to get around the players and, you know, using his speed basically to create space for other players or maybe create space for himself. So what, is he only signed for two years? Only two years. Team option, uh, the club gets the option third year, so... They're happy with him in two years. So they just got to see progress, I'm guessing. Yeah. It'd be because it's so silly to put him on two years and I, expect something out of it. The thing is, I don't think anyone is going to sign our coach for more than two years after what happened to Seabold. I think everyone's just scared mm. scared to go down that route because if you get that wrong, you stuff your club up for a, for a pretty long time. If I you're not as strong as Brisbane, you're pretty much setting yourself self up for failure there. Yeah. But anyway, um, we'll see what happens there. I mean, Jack DeBillon as well. That's that's seven hundred k that hasn't been playing for the dragons. Surely the NRL's got to pay that wage though. No, but they haven't. Why do they? Because why does they George they, they agreed to keep him on his books, keep him on their books. Sorry, but it's the NRL's decision to not. They probably gave him relief, but I wouldn't have given him that much. It wouldn't have been that much relief. That's a joke. But like. I, I mean, mean, if if dragons are willing to take that risk, but the isn't it on the dragons? But the thing, you well, I mean, they're just being decent at the end of the day. Like, yeah, being yeah, of course, they, they're, they're looking after their player. Well, he's not guilty yet, or he might not be guilty. He's at innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, innocent until proven guilty. And the only reason he's not playing is because the NRL have set rules in saying that he can't play under the the no fault thing, the no yeah. fault rule, right? So in that case, dragons have been like, okay, we're going to be decent and actually pay you because you're not guilty but they're not allowed to receive the other end of it which is his ability to play no so then I, I think the NRL should be covering that but I mean if, you, if you're looking at it like the Dragons but then again what if he does become what if he's guilty and then that's the thing people say you've just paid this guy 700,000 a year while he was guilty they're pretty it's much feeding his like they're, they're, they're kind of helping him out with the legal costs and everything as well you know mm. the Dragons they've taken upon themselves because they expect him to get off 
But this has dragged on so long. When that, I think that's been hanging over their heads for a while because he's been at training every single week and he, they can't use him. Mm. It's pretty demoralizing if he's probably one of your best forwards. Maybe yeah. if your best forward, well, he, he was can't an origin, play. state of origin. He was an origin, when, wasn't when he? he um, when he got stood down. So, see what happens there. They're not going to get an answer until November. So, oh, I think it'll be longer than that. No, no, November's it. That's it. That's November, the that's the answer. Then, Either guilty or not guilty. That's it. Wow. So, that's the answer there. Um, I'll talk about Kalen Ponga and that and that hit that he copped on the weekend. Great hit. You're you're kidding. Great you're, hit. You're honestly. Uh, are you taking no, the it's piss? It's a penalty. It's a penalty. Huh? It's a penalty. It's a send off. It's not a send off. It's a send off. Not a send off. It is a send off. How? All right. So we're gonna send off every person that shoulder charges. Someone them. said. Someone said that Ponga. Oh, uh, Gallon. Oh, of course it's Gallon. Poor Gallon. Yeah, he's not is a shark. Australian great. Yeah, yeah. He's not a sharks uh, biased commentator. There. What do you say? He he reckons that Chad Townsend and Ponga were coming going at the same pace. Oh, Ch- Chad didn't hear the whistle and Ponga was going pretty quick. Ponga pulled up, bro. Right? No, Ponga no, so, was pulling up. So so he to skipped. correct that, to correct that, play started with Ponga. The ref called time off, but without the whistle. He only put his hands up, which Ponga saw. But of obviously course. Chad Townsend couldn't see because he was behind. Because there's no there's only one referee. There's only one referee, right? So Ponga started off in full pace but then slowed down when he saw the ref Chad Townsend didn't see it so he came at full speed but what's he coming in like that for why not you can't oh, shoulder I, charge I agree it's a you shoulder, can't shoulder charge. charge it's a penalty but it's <laughs> but not a send off it's a send off it's not if Ponga was going at full speed it wouldn't have looked that bad but you're telling me Chad Townsend and if that thing wasn't in his nose you're telling me Chad Townsend if that thing wasn't in his nose that flung up when he hit him he would not have got sent off that made it look even worse ah oh, come on bro you you look at you look at what's his name uh, Townsend. Why is he going in like? Why is he going in like that? Wait, wait, since why when? Not? That's, since when is that how you tackle? That, why bro, not? He had no no intention of tackling there. He just wanted to put a hit on him. You can't do that. It's a penalty. I'm, I'm, sometimes there's players that are like, I'm there's, happy to give away listen, a penalty. Bro, listen, bro. To been, send a message to their best no, player. This is one of about a dozen examples of players targeting Ponga in his head. No. No, there has been. There has been times. It has happened often this season. Ponga has been disappointing this year. I get that. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in no way. I am in no way saying that is the cause of his bad play because he still scores tries, still does his get, does his thing. But I'm talking about the player. I'm He's a great player. Pissed, right. He's a no, great no, no. player. I want to talk. Right. What are you pissed about? I tipped Cronulla. This guy is talking about his tip now. Jared got ahead of me because of that. You know. That's your fault. That's your fault, you know? Yeah, You're the yeah. one that told me to yeah. tip him. Huh? You're the one that told me to tip him. I said they should win, but I didn't tip him. Hey, listen, back to this topic at hand. Look, at Ponga the end of the gets day, targeted. It's a penalty. Ponga? If you want to be, if you want to be critical there you can say oh it was a bit excessive oh, so, so, oh, so and go 10 minutes oh, in so the he bit. needs to take his but head off for it to be a send off is it no what do you mean take his you're not taking anyone's head off for no the no, no but that's that's what constitutes a send off for you if he takes his head off no it's like a, out, no, no, out a, ten, of, a shoulder charge no matter how excessive it is 10 minutes in the bin is the max you get what what but is it's an it? illegal it is an illegal act but what now, is the is, definition for what qualifies as a send off it's a punch Nothing else really. Yeah, but the shoulder charge is banned. Like a punch, it's but banned. But you see shoulder charges at least once every two weeks, and none of them get even 10 minutes of Yeah, the but there's a follow-through, and there's a tackle, and they bump him to the ground. This was just all shoulder charge. He went in like he thought he was Sonny Bill. He wanted to hurt his head. That's fine. Nah, mate, nah. 
That is fine. No, with that's me. not fine. There is there is that a line. Is there is a fine. There is a fine line. There's a fine line between between a fair hit and an unfair hit. Okay, so are you telling me that God bless Dean Young for getting slapped by Greg Inglis? What is it? Ten years ago. Before that, what would that have called been? It wasn't illegal. No, it would have been illegal because he got a head contact. Yeah, but a shoulder charge wasn't illegal. Yeah. So why is it such a big difference? Like, why is everyone... Because like, what I'm saying I is understand that it's a penalty because it's against the rules. But you can't tell me that 10 years ago it was okay and now it's a send-off. A shoulder charge is a penalty. Yeah, It is. That's Back it. then it wasn't a penalty, a normal shoulder charge. No, a it shoulder was, charge, if, you made, if you made head contact to a shoulder a charge. A shoulder charge to the head back then was, was a 10 minutes. It's a send-off no, now. No, it's not. It's a send-off. How was it 10 minutes? It's a send-off. It is. It's a send-off. It's the only send-off I've ever seen that came from a high tackle. Or maybe I, I, there's probably more, but I could, the only one I can remember was when Sonny Bill slapped Andrew Johns right across the chin. Remember, and he knocked him out. Bro, Andrew Johns slipped. <laughs> okay, regardless, right? right? Uh, no, no, but well, but there was no intention from Townsend. He just wanted to put a hit on a hit on him, a big hit on him, and there was no, there was no. The intention wasn't to make a tackle. The intention was to hurt him. The intention was to hurt him, and that's the, fair the enough. The intention was to stop him because he was going for a quick tap twenty meter on a twenty meter restart. So flying, flying in, flying in like uh, John Hopewardy did on Dave Galloway line. back then. It's not a structured line. How does he know if his teammates are with him? He's going to be like, oh, maybe I'm the... If I don't make the tackle right now, maybe Ponga gets through. You're telling me he's the only one that didn't hear it, but the rest of the team heard it. Who heard it? He was the only one that was up in the line. Bro, it was a 20-meter tap. Yeah. Yeah. What? And you're telling me he's the only one that didn't hear it? I, I don't think there was a whistle. I looked back at the replay. But I could've, no one I could've else seen went. the ref go... Put Not one on other Sharks player went off. They just No one took off. Exactly, because 20-meter restart. Maybe they weren't in position to get ready. Listen... It was illegal. I don't like it Chad Towns. Like I don't. Not that I don't like him. Deserved the send off. It deserved the send off. It deserve send off. And both Kalen Pong has now been rested because there's fears for his safety. He's, he's a liar. There's fears for his safety. All right. He's a liar. He's been attacked at the. Aren't you the one that's most he's critical been attacked in about the head. injuries? He's been attacked in the head on purpose multiple times, a ridiculous amount of times, <sighs> and it's it's putting one of our, our stars, the stars of the league, face of the league in danger. Boo hoo. I want to see. Where I don't is this, mind, where I don't was mind this hard concern hitting. I don't for mind Dylan hard Edwards hit. when Leilua hit him across the head without even the ball? Where was that I, I, concern? I condemned it. Did he get sent off? I condemned it. He got simbined. I condemed it. But did, did our mate, our phantom, the phantom said, "Ah, oh, it's great. It's great." What did he say? Oh, passion. Passion. Yeah. I love the passion. But did Leilua get simbined or did he get sent off? What did he? I don't know. He got simbined. He got simbined. How is that not even on the ball? How is that still on the field? And a shoulder charge with the guy that's got the ball is, is a send off. Because it's for his brother. Oh, get out. But it wasn't even him. It wasn't even Dylan Edwards that hit him. You know it was what? Uppy. You know what? He's lucky he didn't run at Uppy. <sighs> I'm getting Uppy in trouble right now. Why, why oh, lucky they didn't. Lucky they first targets the Why would you say that? Moving on. All right. Kieran Foran. Free Chad Townsend. You don't even like him. I stand up for justice when justice is needed, you know? Yeah, anyway. Kind of like Batman. You stand up for Kieran Foran and get him a contract now? Why not? He's torn his peck again. He's gone for the season. If um, Lachlan Lewis can get a contract, so could Kieran Foran. Probably, but do you think he will get a contract now that he's injured? Because there, there were a few clubs, like obviously, uh, getting his services... He even talked about it today in an interview. Um, I think it was the Tigers and Seagulls that were on the radar. 
But do you reckon this this injury ruins the chances of him ever coming back? Not really, because he's had many injuries in his career. Yeah. Um, and he's always come back. I think the decision of whether his career is over or not will rely on him and whether he's up to. Oh, he has the no rehab. intention. He has no intention of retiring. He wants to play on. Then I think he'll play. But what I'm saying is, do you think a club will take a pun on him? Yeah. I, I don't think he'll be offered a lot of money. Maybe somewhere along the lines of 300 to 400,000. Well, that's what the Bulldogs offered, apparently. And he didn't accept that. Yeah, but he didn't accept that because he probably thought there was other offers out there. Now, with. They'll probably take any offer. Now, yeah, it'll get to the point where, I mean, you either don't work or you get 300,000 a year or 400,000 a year. Yeah. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, he's going to take what's there. So that it's not. So that I'm, sh- I'm telling you that it's not like disrespect in the way that I'm saying 400,000. I think he should be offered. I think clubs should offer him a one year contract for like 300,000, 400,000. If he can stay fit in that one year and play good, then I'm, sh- then I'm happy for them to then up his contract up to like 500,000. You know what I mean? And just, mm. you know. Play for... Because, Incentives. Yeah, because uh, unfortunately for him, over his whole career, he's been injury prone. And that means that, you know, he's been, he's been receiving a lot of money from clubs that haven't re- really received the full extent. Maybe even... What has Bulldogs accept, received? Maybe 50% of his service? Not even, probably. Not even. So um, it's unf- it's unfortunate that he's injury prone, but at some point you just got to look at it and just be like, look... I understand why clubs are offering me that certain amount because, you know, my service is not guaranteed. You know, if I could play a full year, show them that my service is, you know, is getting better and I'm not getting as injured, then I can look for a, you know, contract extension with a higher pay. And I hope that's ha- that's what happens, but I doubt it. I think in our real teams are going to want to take advantage of him and just sign him for cheap for two to three years. I think, there's, uh, I think the lack of playmakers... Is in his goes That's in his favour. I don't think there's enough talent out there. But there are some young guys coming up. I Who? mean, we saw Josh Schuster against Man uh, for Manly against mm. Tigers. He played pretty well before he got injured. He was very influential. Um, even yeah. Benji Marshall said that was the best debut from a kid at, at half he'd seen in a long time. Since so, Benji, since since himself, probably since himself. You never know. But he actually played really well. I just don't think. You look at you look at teams probably like the like a, a team like Tigers would benefit from him, but I I, I can't see him going to Manly if they've got talent like that coming through the, the but ranks. I, like you know? I, I could one because Hasler loves him. That's one. It's, it's no, just, but it's, it's a dumb it's a dumb thing to it's do. Hasler loves him, and two that he's a young kid. That what's his name? Josh Schuster. Josh Schuster. 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 He sounds German. Maybe. Um, I'm just gonna call him Josh. Josh. Okay. Um, this Josh kid is very, very young, right? So you, maybe you don't want a young kid to be partnering with Daddy Cherry Evans right now. Maybe you want him to come off the bench. Maybe you don't want him to start. Coming off the bench, possibly. maybe playing that hooker role too. You know? Possibly, yeah. Maybe, maybe when, if if and when Manasseh comes back to the full full strength squad, you know, we know Manasseh is a very, um, very good impact player, you know, or he likes... You know, as long as you, you give him some sort of a break, comes on with a lot of exci- like a lot of energy and a lot of excitement to come on. He doesn't do stupid plays. He he's very um he's very wary of you know when to put himself in the game and you know when to just kind and of that's what he's doing. Evans, yeah. That's what he's doing. Um, so maybe it's kind of that thing where Manasseh plays thirty minutes, this kid plays fifteen minutes, maybe 15, 20 minutes, and then Manasseh comes on for the last twenty minutes of the game when needed. You know, and then you also got the fact that maybe if they get Kieran Foran, this kid's on the bench. Either Foreign or Cherry Evans get injured, they've got a replacement, you know. Somebody that's better than Cade Cusp and um, 
croaker. Like yeah, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I hope I hope Manly get him. It'll be good to see him go back. But to that's Manly. that's the thing. I think he does want to go back there. Tigers could get him to replace Benji mm. for a year. I don't know if he's going to help their cause at all. What's the point of getting rid of Benji to put Kieran Foran? The only thing you're, you're you're pretty much getting the same amount of years, but just Kieran Foran's more injury prone. Well, t- talking about talking about quickly just before you go on to the games, Benji Marshall. Do you think he'll find a club? I do. He I should play. He like should play. He's, he's probably the same category as Foran. I don't think there's enough talent out there to to say that players like this won't find the You can't force them into retirement if they're willing to get I'm playing. I'm sure, like, what about Jerry Marshall King sitting at the board as well, as if he's not going to get his brother a contract? I'm sure Bulldogs will take him. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be for long. It'd be for a year. Yeah, a you year know, It's two. a year, year by year contract. But yeah. that's the thing. These older guys that are that are still hanging around, even Maloney might come back. You never know with what's going on. From Super League. From Super League. You never know. But it's just a lack of playmakers. There's an issue there, but... That needs to be discussed in the near future. Like a lack of playmakers coming through. Like that kid, Josh, he's probably the first of. Like I haven't seen a young playmaker like that in a long time come out of New South Wales. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Dylan Brown, maybe is the only other one that I can think of. But that's it. Those two. Like Cleary. Oh, yeah, Cleary as well. But Cleary's been playing for five years already. <laughs> but you know what I mean? They took a punt on Cleary, Penrith, and mm. it's paid off. Yeah. They didn't like. They they partnered up with Soward and that Kiri. kind of didn't work. He's been around, man. Kiri's Kiri's eight year yeah, veteran. But what, what are we? Do we want a bunch of young talent to come in? I think I think I think it's, it's good, good that it's stretched out. But I think those kinds of players like Kiri, Cleary, they're becoming like vets soon. <laughs> like uh, I know they're young still, but they're still be- well, they're kind Kiri, of slowly becoming vets. No, Kiri's not that. Like he's young, but he's not that young. He's played eight years of footy. Yeah, he's like twenty six, isn't he? Yeah, but he's, I'm saying he's playing... That's his, what I'm saying. He's not that young. He's no, getting there into his prime. Yeah, now. yeah, I'm saying. Like, he's, that, 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 he's getting into that, you know. The scary thing is Cleary's only 22. That's a scary... But he's played that's five scary. years. It's yeah. five years already, you know. That's what I'm saying. Does Young players that come through, like the rare ones, if you if you kind of stop their growth or you don't let them blossom, are you killing them... Are you killing their career off? Well, no, I don't I don't think that... I don't. That, but that's the thing, right? Players like Kieran Foran, players like um, Benji Marshall... They're not gonna. They're not a solution for a club for the next five years. Four no. years. They're a solution. Like they're a. They're a one. You know, maybe a bit of experience in the team, and for maybe a year or two. And I think bleeding players is not the way to go. You see a lot of teams bleed a lot of players, especially when they're going terrible. Uh, when t- teams are going very bad in the year, they they start to bleed out these players and just give them more debuts and. You know, starting off your career with a team that's not playing well, it's very hard to project it. I mean, people would say Penrith, but the way they did it, Penrith, blood and all that young talent, when Cleary was coming through, all that young, you know, the kick out, all those young boys coming through, that kind of helped them to get to but where they, they are they, today. But they were they were good enough to be there. Yeah, of course, but that's I'm saying I mean. they were still young. I yeah. still, they were still but young. They, that was yeah, I know, but like, for me, it's not about whether you're young or you're old. It's about whether yeah, you're, you're good, good enough. enough. Yeah, I, I don't want you to bleed, bleed young talent who uh, could be good enough in two years' time, but you're just going to, oh, let's give them some experience right now and see how they go. Ah. Because that, that kind of hinders a, play, a player's career, right? It can, I mean, it can go either way. It can go either way. Yeah, it's a discussion for a future time. Let's move on to the games. Look, I'm going to go through the games and we're going to discuss whether it's worth it talking about or not. All right? We'll just skip Thursday night. We'll, yeah, we'll give a tip, but Thursday night, Tigers, Rabbitohs. Rabbitohs played pretty good against Melbourne, actually. Hey, they've pro- they're proving their premiership credentials, man. They're, they're a threat this year. Who? Rabbitohs are a threat? Yeah. They're a threat. You think they there's not four teams that can beat them? Yeah, but I think they can beat them too. 
I think there are chances well, they're chances not going to have Latrell for the rest of the year. No, but they, again, without Latrell against Melbourne, a pretty full-strength Melbourne squad, they should have beaten them last week. We could chalk that up as a bad day at the office for Melbourne, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Rabbitohs played pretty well. I think, no, that, I think they did. I think they forced them to play a certain way. I think they did. But it's, it's kind of like that saying, right? When, when you'd see two, and I'm not saying that either of these teams are shit. I'm just giving you an analogy. Two shit teams play, they look good. So if Melbourne weren't playing great and, and Rabbitohs were playing okay, it might have made Rabbitohs look good in that sense. Maybe, maybe, but again, I, I saw enough last week to to suggest they they they're not gonna just leave. They're not gonna go away without about, fighting. It's another attitude thing, right? Like, yeah. can they do this every week? I don't well, this so. is a big game for them. They need to prove that against a pretty a lucky Tigers team last week. They should have lost three lost. three tries in about eight minutes, and they got away with it. They they're hanging on by a thread, Tigers. But who do you think is gonna win this? Uh, I'll give it Rabbits. <sighs> yeah, I'll go Rabbitohs. Yeah. I'm not going to believe anything you say, so don't even... I'll go Rabbitohs. I'm with you. Yeah, right, I'm right, with yeah, you. Okay, bro. Friday, not much to talk about. Bulldogs, Eagles. You tip two? I'm going to tip Tigers because you said Rabbitohs. You're such a liar. You don't even know who you're tipping anymore. Uh, Friday, Bulldogs, Eagles. Not much to discuss there. Um, Bulldogs or Eagles? Manly. I'm going to go Bulldogs. Um, I like the look of the back line. You know why? You know why quickly? Bro, can I just say can something? I, can I just say something? Uh, Montoya's out. Holland's out. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Remus Smith's back and Ockenbaugh's back. Ockenbaugh? Yeah. Listen, bro. Oh, Avarillo's uh, at six. This, they're going to win this. See, I was actually... Uh, uh, ah, now it changes his mind. No, no, you know why? Because I actually said that I will never tip Bulldogs again. I didn't look at the lineup. I'll never tip Bulldogs again when they've got Montoya and Holland playing. And he all. listened to you. Napa's out too. What's his, what is wrong with this guy? I don't think Napa was playing that bad. Like, surely if Napa's getting sacked, Aiden Tolman's getting sacked. Uh, no, nah, he actually moves. Bro, did you? Did he you see moves the game? into the front row. Did you see the game, the Bulldogs game uh, against against um, who did they play? Oh, Titans. Yeah, Titans. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see um, Kira Forum made the break? Yeah, yeah, and then he got tackled on fourth tackle. Lachlan Lewis comes out of dummy half and gives it to Aiden Tolman That's while the, the whole ta- Titans team was scrambling. That's the play. Tolman, Tolman hits up. That's the hit up. That's the play. I, I cannot believe that. That's the, that's the play. You know what? I'm what are you shocked about? That's like, the play. I'm blaming Lachlan Lewis here to an extent, but I'm also going to blame Tolman because he should not be there. No, but that's his duty, to be there at fourth and take a hit up. So who are you saying the coach is telling him to do that? That's the play. That's the play. That's been the play for the last five, six years. So and it's got Des- us nowhere. started from Desi. It's got us nowhere. Dragons, Saturday afternoon uh, against the Raiders at Wynn Stadium. It's a pretty... Interesting clash. I don't really want to talk about it too much. Um, Canberra. Canberra. Oh, the battle the battle of Queensland. I can't wait for this one. Titans, Broncos, 5.30 Saturday. So much to talk about. Uh, Broncos. Yeah, I'm going to go Broncos too. I don't see them winning uh, three in a row, the Titans. I'll get a bit of a fist bump there from, uh, from our cameraman. He hasn't, gone for, he hasn't gone for Brisbane since 2015. Uh, Saturday night... This was going to be a big game Saturday night at 7.30. Roosters Knights at the SCG. But the Knights have decided to rest Kalen Ponga, Mitch Barnett and Haimu Hunt. Roosters. The Phantoms number one's back. Tex Hoy. Oh, he's back. Is he? Oh, there he is. Yeah, I'm going to get Roosters. Yeah, can't go past the Roosters in this uh, one, I think. Sunday afternoon, 4 o'clock. 
Storm, Cowboys. Cowboys, what a comeback last week against the Dragons. Good on them for getting the win, but they're not getting the win this week. Nat Storms. Storms. Sunday night, a big clash. A big clash in regards to finals. That's right. Because... I was actually so upset for Warriors last week. They should have won. They they got dudded. If they won last week, this would have been the decider whether they made top eight. (sighs) Was that a a sin bin? Come on, man. Yeah. Nah. See, how does... But... (laughs) They they labelled that as fighting, right? And that's why he got Simbin. But really, it was just a punch. If you go and look at it in layman's terms, it's punch, right? So, come on. Man. How is a punch a Simbin, but a shoulder charge is a send-off? Because he initiated that, apparently. Who initiated it? Jazz Tavanga. But that's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying we were should have been. It should have been. Like, a punch in... Like, technically, a punch would be much worse than a shoulder charge. A shoulder that's different. Chad, Town, Chad Townsend had just eyes to hurt Kalen Ponga. Uh, illegally. Uh, illegally. Uh, and what is somebody's attention... Illegally. That's why, that's why he's not playing. That's what's, why he's not playing. But can I ask something? What's somebody's atten- intention when they're throwing a punch? Which I don't think that it was a punch because it's just grabbing in a shirt. And, like, come on, man. That was like, nothing. It was that nothing. was nothing. But if, somebody, if they labelled that as a punch, what... Could you think somebody's intention would be if they're throwing a punch to hurt somebody, or, so that or is to get them back indication. to get them back for something? But that is clear indication that that was an intention to hurt. Regardless. But you don't think it's a sin being anyway. I don't think it's. Oh, I don't think it's a sin. Oh, yeah, but that's different because I don't think it's a punch. I don't think it was a punch. <laughs> yeah, but the referee did. That's why he sent them off, right? You know what, bro? Sack the ref. Sack Para. All right, because that was rubbish. They should have lost. I should have lost Para. Um, I'm going for the Warriors. I'm I going want to, for the Warriors as I well. I want to do it for the boys. I'm going for the Warriors, but Sean Johnson's back and he might want to prove something against his old Sean squad. Sean Johnson is chat. What and are they on? You know they're what? Four points behind. What's the points difference? Hey, if they win, they're two 18th. points behind. Then it's a tough It's a tough one. minus 107. Doesn't matter. And Cronulla's on 18. Cronulla don't have Townsend for the next three weeks. Yeah, but they've got to win every single one and Cronulla's got to lose every single one. Could happen. Cronulla, Cronulla, oh, Cronulla's got Roosters the week after. That's They're losing good. that. And they got Raiders the week after that. Yes. Ooh, so this is a big game for Warriors. Come on, Warriors. Make Come the eight, on. boys. Make the eight. You turned it off, didn't you? I'm pointing out nothing. <laughs> Match of the round. Panthers, Eels. <sighs> Friday night, 7.55pm. Live on 9 and uh, Fox, shout out to Fox and Nine. Um, shout out to the real Fox, Josh Adakar. I hope um, Michael Ennis is commentating this oh, game. Oh, if Brayton Astor is commentating again. He, you know, he, was, he was the lone commentator last week for that Panthers game. Bro, he requests the Panthers games. By the way, off topic, how bad are some of these commentating com- uh, combos? Yeah, no. I not saw, uh, it was, <laughs> I think it was the, the Cowboys game. Brenton Speed and, and Blocker Roach. Blocker Roach. <laughs> what the hell is that? He's like, you can't give us two, uh, like, two terrible commentators. You have to give I us like one. Brenton Speed. He's all right, but bro- Blocker, mate. Blocker. Go back to the sideline, man. Go back to the sideline, brother. Eat your meat pies down there. <laughs> mate, that's what you game. were good at back then, back in the day. But this is a big game. Panthers, Eels. I love Blocker Roach. Just to put a disclaimer, I love him. He just shouldn't be commentating. No, you don't. Isaiah Yo's back. Reid Marnie's in, in doubt. Who wins this one? Is that a silly question? I don't know. Maybe you thought that you know this is a tough impo- this is a tough opponent. Look, I mean, everyone's got a chance. There's always a chance of somebody losing and somebody winning. But in the end, <laughs> but in the end, if 
the season, if you go by the season, then it's Penrith winning, and I think winning by 13-plus. I hope so. I, no, I, I actually do. Unless Parramatta somehow get up for this game. They will. They they, will. I think they will, but I, in the sense that <clears throat> I think Penrith are going to come out strong. I think even though they haven't come out strong in the last two weeks, I think they're going to be switched on this week. They're going to come out strong. If Parramatta don't react to that properly, Penrith are just going to run away with it. They're going to go 20 points ahead and then Parramatta is going to start clawing their way back into the game. But Penrith is just going to keep scoring and... I don't think Paramount is going to be able to stop them. Um, I, think, I think I think from last week, I think if they, the first, when they went up 16, I thought Parramatta, because I said Parramatta needs to dominate the, the bad teams because they've been struggling. When I up 16, I'm like, okay, Parramatta's back. <coughs> like they're, 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 gonna, they're back to their old self, kind of. But at least there's a... It was a, a sim bin, but yeah. But they're back a bit. But then the Warriors fall back and I'm like, man, if the Warriors can fight back against this squad, if they can, if they struggle against the Warriors, how the hell are they going to compete against the likes of Penrith, Roosters, Storm? I'll give this one is thing. the big test for them because if they don't perform here, write them off. I'm telling you right, write well, them I'll, off officially. I'll give them one thing, Parramatta. They've got a B plus to A minus defense. So, they scramble well. <coughs> they scramble well. they do, right? So I think maybe me saying 13 plus might be a bit premature, but I think that it could end up like that, right? I think if Penrith are playing a great uh, play, the way that they've been playing for the last couple of weeks, I think that it could be at least two tries ahead, at least. And to hold up, just to put for back, you. for every Paris supporter that I've ever spoken to that tells me that they're the only team that have been in Penrith this year, that was when we had Caleb Aikens. So shut up and watch what Dylan Edwards is going to do to you this week. You better hope. I hope for your sake, yeah. I hope for your sake they win because if they lose, they lose. It's fine. We still might. It's fine, but for you, it's not fine. I know it's not fine for you, bro. It's all right. Well, I got a few. uh, You got a few. You got a few enemies, bro. I got sisters and all that. That are are few paraffins. All right. They're like they 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 hibernate when they don't play well. Paramount supporters, you know, (laughs) and then they reappear. Like um, uh, they, they don't even know who the halfback is at the start of the season. You know that he's like who's uh, who's Mitchell uh, Musa. So I don't know. Yeah, look, um, if I hope for your sake, Penrith. I mean, I'm gonna go Penrith. Um, that's about it. Um, any bold predictions for this week? I think 13 plus Penrith. I think I said Sunny Bill last week that um I was gonna assist and he did. Did he? He didn't, but he, he did. He did, oh, bro. He, he did dummy half from dummy pass. half, bro. That pass, wow, what a pass! To Arpy, eh? How good does that pass from dummy half? Um, yeah, so thirteen plus Penrith. I think that'll be a good enough bold prediction for this week. I think Bulldogs thirteen plus against Manly. We don't have a Cherry Evans. We've got a Jake Avarillo. I don't know. I just I sense the dogs are gonna be up for this one. <coughs> they got a better backline. The forwards are gonna get compensated finally. Do Manly score? Yeah. How many points? That'll be like, I reckon it'll be 26-6 or something. You think they'll score one try only? On dogs? Yeah. I'm probably going to be wrong, but it's a bot prediction. I gotta Titans give it a scored plus 20 on us. Yeah, but look who they had, man. They had Holland and they had friggin' Montoya. What a try from Holland the other week, huh? Uh, I don't want to talk about him. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. Thanks, Abbas. Thanks, Sol. See you next week. See you, boys.